recording. Why, start, why did it start at 20? You see it says 22? <laughs> <laughs> because it's been recording. Bitch, it's been on. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I was going to say, why did he say it in the Chung Lee voice? <laughs> <laughs> because honestly, I've been listening to Chung Lee all day. Really? It's hot. I've always liked Chun Li from the beginning. It's though. it's a really good gym song. Yeah, it is, it is. right. And I've been like, like very active today. But Honestly, I ran a bet like maybe four times. Are you a bard? No, it's just it was the song of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you listen to one Nicki Minaj song and then out of nowhere Justin just jumps out and just says, "Are you a bard now?" And I'm like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I do not stand for this. Valid question. Damn. Well, welcome back. I haven't seen you guys since 2018. I know. We're in 2018. New year, new bus. Oh, new year, new bus. Mm -hmm. Same ho. Damn, it's 2019, you guys. I'm excited. The year is, like, up to a decent start, I would say. For the most part. I don't know. I would say so, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been trying to, like, do all new habits this year. I didn't really have, like, any resolutions or none of that bullshit. What's the new habits? New habits are being on time and being early. Oh, okay. We're never really that late. I'm not, but I just, I don't, I never like being past the time I'm supposed to be somewhere. Okay. Damn, that should be my resolution. I mean. I'd be coming to work at 9.45. (laughs) (laughs) But work is different. (laughs) Like, work is different. I don't give a fuck what time I come to work. But, you know, for, like, like, past five. Exactly. So, but you mean, like, meeting up with friends. Like, you don't want to be the friend that's, like, always fucking late. And, like, the bitch who everybody has to wait on to sit down. Yeah. Like, I hate that. Like, for your birthday dinner, how I'm running to get there. Like, I hate. Oh, yeah, you were really late. I hate that. I don't like that. And I don't want to. But I want to say that's the normal. (laughs) Bitch, you were, like, an hour and a half late. Yeah. To my birthday. I wouldn't say that's the (laughs) True, you're right. But yeah, that's my life update for 2019. I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) An hour and a half after everyone gets their Javon runs in with his coat and wig. Uh And Scarf is like, oh, I'm here. (laughs) Where's the bathroom? It took me so, yeah, I had to pee. It took me so much to get to that birthday dinner. It was a mess. Oh my God. I feel like it's always such a hassle when you depend on public transportation to think of the concept of being on time for anything. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then equate that with actually having to go going to the bathroom and stuff, too. That sucks. Didn't you that. come from, like, Times Square or something? You came from, like, uptown. I did. Because I remember you had to come downtown. Yes. Because we were we in the were Lower like, East Side. Like, or some shit. But I don't know. But, yeah. You made it. I did make it. How's this year going for you guys so far, Ingrid? I'm... I guess I'm okay. I, like you, I don't really have much resolutions. I just try to, I, I like the concept of new habits. I've just been going to the gym, just keeping it low-key. Stairmaster queen. I've tried, I, I like, in the past, I've always hated the Stairmaster. This week, I've done it every day for at least 30 minutes, and I don't know how I got there, but it's, uh. yeah. My my mom my mom my mom is literally like my my mom is literally like you don't need any more ass Ingrid you need to slim it out and I'm like no no one ever complains Uh, about having more ass (laughs) uh, uh, I want more ass you do Mm -hmm. get on the stair climber I got little Debbie cakes you know I'd be on the stairmaster but it don't work really no I feel like it just burns the fat away no you have to go fast you have to skip steps if I go too fast I'll trip. 
Yeah, you are. My big ass would trip. (laughs) I can't. I just do squats. Feel high in the sky on the stairmaster already. Probably touching the ceiling. Yeah, I can see it. Oh goodness, me and Ingrid got a chance to like hang out over at the break. Oh my god, it was a lot of fun. (laughs) Yes. What did y'all? We got to be our very own, very own nine oh four selves. It felt. We had a nice carpool karaoke moment. Yoga. That too. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you're talking about, Justin. <laughs> um. Yeah, we just like, caught up, and then we. What did we get? Hibachi. Yeah, we got hibachi. Ooh, rich. Yeah. No, I mean, well, <laughs> rich. Yeah. <laughs> no, we just got hibachi, but it was cute. Oh, I was gonna say we had a. We also had a drive-through at a McDonald's moment. Yes! Oh my gosh, it's my first McDonald's that I worked at. (laughs) I took Ingrid all the way back. We went to the first McDonald's I had ever worked at. Like, my first job ever. And I was, like, really struck him with an anxiety attack. Was the ice cream machine working? The ice cream machine was working. Damn! Yeah, they coming up. (laughs) They coming up. 11th grade Javon hated this. They heard all the complaints on Twitter and they said, uh, I think we gotta do something. How's this shit been for you so far, Justin? Good. I went home to Miami for Christmas, which was really cute. I went to like some new gay clubs in Miami. Mm-hmm. Well, like they're not new, but they were new to me. Okay. So went to the Gathering, which is apparently really popular, and then this club called Twist. Me and just all got twisted. <laughs> Who did you go with? Uh, my friend Giselle. Nice. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was fun. Any hookups? No. No? no. Back home? High school tees? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I feel the same. I'm with you, Justin. I feel the same way because people ask me if it was a sense of back home if I want to, if I, if I like going on dates. And I'm like, no, because the off chance that I run into someone I know from high school is like nine out of 10. So it's an absolute no. Being at home, being at home is like the biggest chastity belt ever. <laughs> I can't. I I could rel- yes because I was home for Christmas and I was like oof desert damn yeah uh, can't remember. Miami gays are different too. In what way? Scammers. <laughs> no, just more like uppity. I would say. Ah, okay. Especially, like, well, I was in South Beach, so, like, the South Beach gays that aren't tourists, like, they're very uppity. Yeah, because they're rich. They're like, ooh, I live in a condo. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, cool, let's go to Burger King. Mm-hmm. And there was a Burger King right by Twist. Nice. And they sold alcohol. Ew. So, like, at four in the morning, we had some Whoppers. Oof, that was good. With alcohol? No. Okay. No alcohol, no. True. Oof, no. <laughs> I could just imagine, like, how dirty that burger king is like imagine if mcdonald's started selling alcohol how many people would be passed out in a mcdonald's it was really not that bad and then i got home at like maybe like five and then my my i stay at home like when i visit home obviously um so my my mom when i woke up i got out of bed at like 1 p.m and my mom was (laughs) like how was last night And I was like, good. And she was like, you got home kind of early. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm tired. It's like 5 a.m. I'm fucking exhausted. Honestly. She's like, mm, are you going out again tonight? And I was like, 
probably not. And she was like, ooh, boring. <laughs> so she, I, she was trying to live through me, honestly. Honestly, my mom does the same thing when I go home, though. So I don't blame her. All right, Kelly, I'm just going to take it there. My tea's cold. Your tea's cold? Mm-hmm. The tea's hot right now. But <laughs> um, So I feel like we all know about what's been going on with the whole R. Kelly situation. Um, you know, the so I believe it's called Surviving R. Kelly. Um, the six-part series came out. Personally, I didn't watch it. I feel like it was going to be a lot of um, deep shit that I really didn't want to get into on my own um like voluntarily especially like since i've heard these stories before it could um, also be very triggering too that too yeah, yeah. very triggering yeah. so i was just like no like they go into rather. detail <laughs> really yeah they go from what i've seen and heard they go into like very specific details about like the grooming process and just like where he would pick up um young girls and like Grooming. where he would scout yeah. them and just like all that stuff and it's like a cult almost and like for someone that's had that lived experience or has lived adjacent to someone that's had that experience, it's hard to just come home and be like, I want to turn on the R. Kelly series. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just because you don't watch it doesn't mean you're not aware. Like, you read the stuff online and you know, like, he's a shit-ass person and, like, you delete his music and, like, you're not supporting him. But, like, you don't necessarily need to watch the show. That's my opinion. Yeah. I think it's an important story, but, like, it's also good to be mindful that I can, like, fuck people up. True. So I was just saying, I don't blame you for not watching. Oh, yeah, I don't I watch just, either. I just don't have cable. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really why I couldn't. <laughs> Girl, you know you could have found a link online. We could have sent you a link. No, I mean, I've, in regards to this story, like, it's it's something that we've kind of heard allegations, assumptions, stories. There have been women who have come forward in the past and have talked about this, but it has always been, you know, kind of quieted down or say, oh, well, like, that's just, you know, he said, she said, there's no any weight to any truth. So I think, like, what's really important about this documentary is, like, a lot of women are coming forward. A lot of them are kind of really just, like, talking about everything that he does and how not only not only just how like the process of how he finds women and grooms them but an industry that basically just it just like supported it just like protected him and and like enabled r kelly to be this monster yeah. Like when we think about all the red flags that have happened, it's one of those things where we just kind of say, well, why is we as a society didn't intervene and say, this is questionable, this isn't okay. And we just kind of like let shit kind of fly and under the radar because like, oh, it's R. Kelly. I like his music, his personal life is blah, blah, blah. I mean, like when you even go back to how when he married Aaliyah and Aaliyah was like, what, when he met him, like 16? 16. It was considered an illegal... He was 27 at that time, and they were illegally married in a secret. And his Aaliyah's parents kind of, like, let that happen because... And just all this shit, and no one was there to kind of say, there's something questionable here, and didn't stop him. It's a very fucked up situation. I feel like a lot of times, 
this is something that I have been at least privy to for a long time. I'll never forget, like, one of the first things I downloaded on LimeWire was, like, his sex tape. By accident. It, it was not on purpose. Yeah, when, um... Oh, it when was he, one of those accidental wait, things. What? Yes, on LimeWire. I remember... I've I was, never heard of this. You've never knew that R. Kelly had a sex tape about peeing on a girl? No. Yeah, he did. Oh. I mean, I'm not about peeing. No. Give her going to shower. Yeah. No. It's disgusting. And you heard that when you were a baby? Not heard that. Stop that. I was on LimeWire. <gasps> I was on LimeWire. You remember LimeWire? Yeah. Virus Central. Definitely Virus Central. Um, it, I, I credit LimeWire. I credit LimeWire for me knowing about the Bill Clinton sex scandal. That too. That because that was honestly my first exposure to it. Whenever you would download a song, and instead of getting the song that you actually wanted, it was I do not have sexual relations with that woman, and I'm like, great, fuck it. <laughs> And then you have to go find another one. That's exactly. That used to piss me off. So, um, but yeah, how do you guys feel about Gaga like coming up to saying how she apologizes and stuff? First of all, R. Kelly's lawyer like really kind of read Gaga down. I don't know if you guys saw the. I didn't quote. see that. The quote was basically anyone like, defending R. Kelly. I'm not reading what the fuck they have to say. Okay, I won't say the quote. No, you can say the quote. I just oh. haven't seen it. You asked if we've seen it. I haven't seen it. True. The quote reads, um, <laughs> have you, basically he was just like, it's very ironic that Gaga's coming to the forefront to say something now to clear her name about working with such an artist that she was so ex- inspired to work with that now she wants to denounce him because she wants to get an Oscar when it's Oscar season or something like that. Basically, no, she's only saying something now to save face because yeah. she's yeah no and it sucks that it had to come from such a person like that but to be honest his statement kind of holds true because when she had announced that she was going to release a song in the collaboration a lot of people told her and she was to be honest in my opinion she was very well aware of all the things around R. Kelly. She pushed for it, she released it. And then now that it's suddenly a liability to her when she is like campaigning for the Oscars and all that shit, it just seems very opportune that she's just gonna take it down and all that stuff when she should have done it, I don't know, three or four years ago. True. And the song is called Do What You Want With My Body. Yeah, and it was a very kind of risque song. Right. It was a risque song, but the premise behind the song was about her weight gain and how she was tired of the media talking about her weight. Honestly, the only... I, the R- I like the, the song... I like the song if it's it. just her, but it was the R. Kelly version, I don't listen to it because it's really gross. It just twists it. Damn. My opinion about the Lady Gaga thing is it was very much reactive. Like, it wasn't proactive and yeah. she wasn't like oh i hear and i see what all your everyone's saying and, and like in light of the situation like i stand with the survivors and i believe black women like no a week and a half later she was like um so i took the song down from spotify and i believe y'all and stuff and very much reacted because everyone was in her mentions talking about like what are you gonna say what are you gonna say for a week and a half they were yeah. like in her dms like what the fuck are you gonna do so people someone probably close to her was like girl you need to say something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she typed something in. I- she did an iOS press release. We love it. It was a notes press oh. release. Damn. 
It's but, the lowest I mean, of all press releases. She said something, which is still good. I mean, <laughs> she did something, but it's just it doesn't it doesn't garner an applause. It kind of just kind of it's kind of like okay, very little, too late, but glad you know you kind of cleared your conscience at that moment. Alexa, play "Little Too Late" by JoJo, twenty eighteen. Yep. <laughs> okay, Missy Elliott, songwriter Hall of Fame. Is it our impact, or did they just wake up? They just woke up. <laughs> but a little bit of both. A little bit of both. High tea, it is a little bit of both. Missy and Mariah to win. They're both nominated. True. But Missy deserves. I mean, they both deserve, but I'm so proud of Missy. I'm proud of Missy, too. Wait, it's a contest? Well, yeah, a lot of people get nominated, but then only, I think, one or a couple of people get inducted to the Hall of Fame. Oh, it's there's a both. There's a bunch of nominations. I think there's, oh. like, a, a council. Okay. I didn't know that. I, think. I didn't know there was like a running. I thought that they just let people in. Mm-hmm. Damn. They just okay. like elect people and they're like, you are going into the Hall- Songwriters Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. I mean, but how do you guys feel about it? What's your favorite song that Missy Elliott wrote? Because this is kind of long overdue. <laughs> Are we going to go back to the episode where we just talked about Missy the whole episode? <laughs> I know. I, uh, Alexa, replay that episode. I <laughs> like, my favorite Missy song that she wrote, like, commercial-wise, that everybody would know would be... You know who, You know? My- oh, sorry. Keep going. And Lady Marmalade. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, you know who else also got inducted into the Songwriter Hall of Fame? Who? Dallas Austin. He was that one producer that uh, did the kill- kill- Yeah. <laughs> In season no, one, but kill- he also he also co-wrote like that The Boy Is Mine and Creep. But amongst his other uh, accolades, he also <laughs> helped Kim in the booth. <laughs> Ingrid takes Kim's CX singing career as a big joke. It is a big joke, honestly. <laughs> it is. It is. Wait, why hasn't Candy been inducted? That's kind of crazy. You think so? She's written songs for Destiny's Child, NSYNC, TLC. Um, I mean, Kim Zolciak. She's written a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but I think Backstreet Boys too, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, if and Escape. A lot of songwriters write a lot of things for a lot of people, but yeah, but her shit's like went platinum. And yeah, you're platinum. right. True. Should we start a petition? I mean, I feel like we should, right? The genius behind the music. Like, of if it course. wasn't for Candy, NSYNC didn't, wouldn't have gone platinum. True. And Destiny Child wouldn't have been saying pay my bills. Right. There is no, there is no bigger hype man for Candy Burris than Justin. <laughs> <laughs> to, to Justin, Candy can do no wrong. Exactly. The day that they meet is going to be funny. When we I... go to OPC. <laughs> I really want to meet Candy and Mama Joyce. Why? Because what would you, what, Ingrid, wait, I'm going to ask Ingrid first. Ingrid, if you seen Mama Joyce in person, what would be the first thing you said? What, what, what do you mean? If you, if you just saw Mama Joyce, if we, when we go to OLG and Mama Joyce is just there, what are you going to say? Hi. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my God, I'm such a fan. Uh, so great to meet you. Mm-hmm. I love Restaurant's a great establishment. I just, I feel like she would give me the stank face. I give her the stank face, and that's how we would communicate. 
But yeah, proud of Missy. Mariah's definitely gonna get her. Mariah's Mariah's coming soon. I think they always do it in terms of I don't want to say seniority, but just like um, through different eras. So I feel like I feel like um, Mariah will probably be the next. Did you guys hear about Cupcake and her suicide attempt? Yeah, I'm so glad she's okay. Same. I'm glad. It's really sad because it's just like. I feel like Cupcake is always so positive, or at least, like, that's what she yeah. is. Yeah, 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 And this yeah, is coming yeah. from a person who, like, honestly doesn't even listen to her music. Um, like, I've heard her on certain verses of certain people's majority, like, Charlie XCX. But, you know, I've heard Cupcake rap, and, like, I really like her vibe and, like, her positive outlook of just being who you are. So it was just really sad to see that, because I'm like, fuck, like, is she, she must really be in a dark place. So yeah. definitely prayers out to her. But, we stand Cupcake on this podcast. Wait, yeah. is it cupcake or cupcake? Cause I, I, thought, I thought it was the latter. I've never heard anyone actually say her name. I just say cupcake. I thought it was cupcake. I, I could be wrong, but that's what like somebody told me a while back, like in the 2015. Cupcake. <laughs> 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 I'm like I'm like looking it up with the internet right now. <laughs> How do you pronounce it? I but mean, yeah, I'm glad she's okay. okay. Yeah, me too. Why is it definitely? Because you think it is? Mr. No, because they've said it in songs before. No, I've, I've heard it in, in songs that they call they refer to her as Cupcake. Right. It's just stylized with like a, the second K is capital. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. She's talented, though. Yeah. She's talented. I, just, I think she's really talented. She's one of the few, like, very unique rappers out there there's like i love what i love about her is just not only the sex positivity but there's like a camp that she definitely explores with sex and i think it's very hilarious and there are some really really good songs that she has so i'm i'm really glad that i hope that she's in a better place and that she you know i wish her a really good recovery and a lot of support and positivity because um she means something to people. Oh, yeah. And anyone out there that feels that way, you do mean something to people. We're just going to take a break. We're going to like get right back into the next topic. We'll be right back, you guys. Because <laughs> we are sisters. We stand together. We make up and we break up because they don't understand. Our spots are different, different, different. That's not the word. Bitch, the last time I heard that song was like a while back, so come for me. Girl, this episode is about the cheetah girl. I can't believe you tried to come for me. Those aren't the lyrics. Your vocals jump from my throat. Ingrid. <laughs> Get your friend. Um. Oh my goodness. Thank you for the intro, Justin. Would you like to tell us what this episode is all about? This episode is about the Cheetah Girls and their impact. And what happened? Hi, I'm sorry. Oh, I thought you said it smells like shit. No. <laughs> I was like, that flat tummy tea has not hit yet. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just very warm. Like, you turned up your nose. <laughs> I was like, oh. Let's go. <laughs> so the impact of the Cheetah Girls and just, you know, how they helped me live my best gay life in the fifth grade. 
Yes. Do you have a favorite Cheetah Girls movie? Um, probably the original. But you know, they did fucking snap when they went to Barcelona. Okay. Barcelona is like the only one I honestly remember. Wait, I really? Honestly, yeah, that was the same. The original set in New York City. Let me paint you a picture. I mean, I remember they were like singing by the store and shit, but singing about the store? No, singing around the store at the end. Like when a cat got stuck in the store or some shit. It was a dog. A dog. Yeah, whatever. I remember that. Barcelona. Right. Barcelona was the only one I remember because it was the only memorable movie. Wait, really? Nah, you're just saying that because you're there's some kind of bias. No. How can you say that's the only memorable one? The, the first, first one, one was, was impactful. That's why they created a second one for you to enjoy. The first one was very cheap. The budget was not there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I just preferred them going to Barcelona. The songs were better. Let's be honest, you know? Well, we all have opinions. We do all have opinions. I state facts. I said it the first episode. I think my favorite cheetah girl is... Growing up, my favorite cheetah girl was Aqua. Because in in the first movie, she had the blue jumpsuit mm-hmm. with the blue cheetah stock. And I was like, bitch, that's a look. <laughs> I was like, I want that. And that's when like the juicy track pants were in that said juicy on the ass. Yes. And I would always be like, damn, I want, I want those. But you know, I'm a... You know, boy, whatever. And I was in fifth grade, so my mom wasn't gonna buy juicy track pants with my ass. You should just get them now as like retribution. Honestly, that would be a look. Think about it. Who was your favorite cheetah girl? I'll let Ingrid say go first, because I'm I'm still deciding in my head. <laughs> if any of y'all come to me with Dorinda. <laughs> Who's Dorinda? Oh the way. <laughs> okay, one I will say this about Dorinda. In the books, in the books, she was like, uh, she was mixed. She was mixed. I just really hate that they, that they like whitewashed her. But that's all I'm saying. I'm gonna go keep going. My favorite, my favorite was Chanel or Chuchi. Oh, Chanel. Wasn't Chanel the dog? Oh no, Chanel's Raven. No, Chanel. Wow, Chanel is is Adrian Bailon. Oh wait. Wow, it's Chanel the dog. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let's circle back. You said that in the Cheetah Girls book? Yeah, they had books. Wow. Wait, you the... had... They had books. Was it that they... book at us? Like, we didn't read them? Would you go get them at the book fair? The 25 book fair? <laughs> I, I buy them at the book, at the Scholastic book fair. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, like, I saw the, the, the Disney Channel movie, and then when it was like a week later, they had a Scholastic book fair. And obviously, like, I remembered it. And I was like, oh, I want to spend my money on this book. And I read, it was huge books, first of all. But they were really, really interesting. And I think what I loved about the books and the series is that you had these three, or like, in the books, I think there were like four or five. Was, uh, Aqua was supposed to have a twin. Um where these girls come from like different backgrounds like not only just like racial backgrounds but also like different class social classes um because like dorinda was the the girl in like the foster care system and then you know you had raven simone's character galleria who's of like a a upper middle class like upper class like Mm -hmm. things like that and how like they come together and despite their differences oh well, that's my favorite. I'm so happy you said her name is Gabriella. Um, that's Raven, right? Galleria. Oh, Galleria. 
the fuck? Galleria. <laughs> Very French. That name is she, she she was bougie to to the to the T. Yeah, no, she was my favorite. It's Raven was my favorite cheetah girl in Barcelona, mainly because when she kicked her leg up in the air <laughs> when they were singing straight, I live. Okay. Stop. Raven was keeping up on them streets and I just Strong love like you mean it. Honestly. Raven. That's what I'm saying. The songs are better. Um, no, I like Raven, and I like her even more for leaving. Um, she said, <laughs> "Oh my god, my contract is over. I'm done." They did the third movie without her, right? Yeah, they but- said she went to like college or some shit. Yeah, she was like in college in England or something. And then they were in Bollywood, going God knows what. Uh, I, I think I, I know. I know the real reason why you do stand uh, Raven Simone's characters because she was she was the songwriter of the group. Correct. See? That part. <laughs> yes, that's why. We stand the lead vocal. But I mean, Chanel was cute. Yeah. I guess I guess I liked her because I did ballet around that time and so and she does ballet in the book, so I kinda connected with her on that. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm still so shook that the Cheetah Girls had a fucking book. I know. Like I'm, I didn't know that. I would have never have thought, and this is a series, the fuck. Like, I can't. Okay, so wait. Ingrid's like, y'all don't, don't really stand. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm talking to amateurs at this point. <laughs> you guys feel like Raven was wrong for leaving the group? Hell no. Like, because I feel like she, she left probably saw they were trying to go to Bollywood and they were like, she was like, nah. I feel like she left with a little she bit of drama. She came out with a, sol- a solo album after that. Yeah, but she had already had solo albums before the Cheetah Girls, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, but I mean, like, wasn't like Raven Simone like busy or something? Did she I'm trying to remember when that was? I think she felt like she kind of like outgrew it after a while. Like she just didn't want to continue to do like a Disney Channel movie. She's like, she's like, you can hold the check. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but on some real shit, she's like, give it, her. give it to Adrian and the other girls. Yeah. It. Okay, but honestly, I don't blame her because I really feel like it kind of ran its course. Like, there did not need to be a Cheetah Girls 3, personally. And they're I not... I didn't. It wasn't as good without Raven. Like, like how are you... You can't be the Cheetah Girls without Raven. Like, Raven was, like, the Cheetah Girl. Oh, she's in college. I can't. She's like, I'm in my education. <laughs> you guys can just go ahead and, like, do these gigs in Bollywood. <laughs> I can't wait. So, do you guys? What's your favorite Cheetah Girl song? Uh-huh. I know mine. Cinderella. I don't want to be no Cinderella. Cinderella, <laughs> cold, dusty, Stella. Waking no. for somebody. Oh, yeah. That, that used to no. get stuck in my head all the time. See, it was it good. Not. See, bitch, not. you're asleep. That was the first movie. Here you are in my no. living room talking shit about the first movie, but the first movie brought looks. With the matching tracksuits, mm-hmm. each of the girls have matching tracksuits. It brought drama, and real life drama. Raven took hot sauce out of her purse. <laughs> that Raven was not had... Raven. That was Aqua. Oh, you're right. That was Aqua. Damn, my bad. Yikes! Oof. My favorite Cheetah Girl song, and I liked when Aqua and Adrian Balon, I think it was, were beefing. Yes, the drama. Yes. Oh, I like Step Up. Step up, it's time to work it. No. It was like on the, the second movie when they were at the dance studio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With that man, right? Yeah, it was really cute. 
And I like Strut, of course. But like Strut is like the song. Inger, what's yours? Oh my God, I'm trying to remember a song. What's the main song? Because we are sisters. We stand together. I would just call that the same song. We make up and we break Is it know. Cheetah Love? I don't know. I also love the I drama so. teacher in the first movie. I don't remember. Oh, I do remember the drama teacher. When they had the talent show. That's yes. how the Cheetah Girls got famous because yes. they had the high school talent show. Then they, then they went viral. And then they went viral because someone took a video. Mm-hmm. And they had to sing the dog Toto out of the out of the The Wishing Well. It was like um <laughs> it it wasn't the sewer, but it was underground. I guess it would she was like a pothole or something. True. And I thought it was a sewer. A sinkhole. <laughs> all Raven had to do was sing and all the girls were singing, and they were like, We are sisters. And then the dog just jumped. They were like, Okay, I'll come out. <laughs> I can't. I like the Spanish version of that song. That's that's what I'm gonna say. Amigas Cheetahs. Yes, <laughs> Amigas Cheetahs. Sisters for life. Yeah, that's uh. a good one. That's a good one, Ingrid. Do you, you feel know, like I'm you gonna get my life tomorrow at the gym? <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like you identify with any of them the most? I'm gonna actually watch the movies on the stairmaster. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like you identify with any of the Cheetah Girls the most? I don't know. I feel like Justin is definitely Chanel. Very aggravating. <laughs> Bitch. Definitely Chanel. Um, oh, she's the one that had the single mom, and then the mom was dating. Yes. And then that was a scandal. But then mm-hmm. she took yeah. her mom's credit card by shopping and went to Balenciaga and then got her mom's credit card maxed out. No, yeah. no, that was Galleria. Yeah, that was Raven. No, no, that, that was Adrian Balon. Because Adrian Balon's mom went on a date with this new guy, and she missed Adrian, like the talent show. So Adrian, I remember Adrian was in like the closet or something, and swiped her mom's credit card, and then went shopping. Oh. And then her mom's, she was like a single mom. Yeah. And she maxed out her mom's credit card. Her mom didn't have that much money to begin with, I guess. I think mm-hmm. her her mom was an like artist or something. Mm-hmm. And then why do I remember this much? And I can't remember what. What a two plus two is. Yeah. Um. But then her mom got like pissed as fuck because she like. Her mom did her dirty, and she's like, I'll just take this credit card and go shopping. Yikes. Yeah, I don't remember that. Sorry, sis. Only the second movie is, like, notable. Inger, would you agree? I thought it was... It had a better budget, for sure. Oh. But she didn't give you an entire cosign. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I've seen the first one, parts of the second one, and then the third one I didn't even bother because I was like, oh, they don't have reason? Okay, whatever. Right. (laughs) I do want to talk about how... Straight to DVD. (laughs) Right. At least how influential they were because, like, they really did show different shades of, like, girls, and I love the fact that they did kind of come from different, like, socioeconomic backgrounds and stuff. Like, it's not just, like, all of them coming together, like, as a collective on the same level. It's like, well, this is what I'm going through, and this is what I'm going through, and this is my life. And just because I have a lot of money, bitch, my mom is never home. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. shit like that. So I do like that aspect, because it really did show unity within girls at a young age. Yeah, and it did come I from someone... It. it did come from someone who was a native New Yorker, and, like, you could tell, like, I guess, like, now, like, me thinking back into, like, the books and the move and, like, the movies and stuff like that, like, it did come from someone who knew, like, New York and how how vast that city is and how people can come from different economic backgrounds and i think i like how even though like in in the character of dorinda she did 
the author did go through the foster system. So it was good that she put a character that was kind of going through that. Hated that Disney Channel whitewashed her, but because they could have just casted like, you know, any or they could have found any any other character to keep the cast diverse, but I feel like whenever it's for the sake of diversity, you always have to have the token white person so that nobody gets mad. Yeah. And it doesn't incite a race war. Yeah, okay, Ingrid. <laughs> Well, well, in the book, she wasn't white, right? That's not no, she, no. Dorinda, Dorinda was mixed. She was half white and half black. I mean, in the that's what she was kind of given in the in the movie too. Honestly, in the movie, she's played by like a she's like a Hispanic actress of like European descent. Yeah, which is just a way of saying spicy white. Oh, you know, me, me, and one of my friends are actually due to have that conversation. Do to have one conversation. Um, that Spanish but European descent thing. What about it? Because I saw someone like on a dating app, and, I, and it's a mutual friend of ours. And I was like, Oh, really? Yeah. And I was oh. like, Wait, but he put that he's white in his profile, but he's like tout like in real life i don't really know him like that but always like talks about being like hispanic so i was like really confused and my, my friend was like <laughs> ah! <laughs> we'll have a conversation yeah we will but uh, yeah he, we do <laughs> he's basically like denouncing his hispanic girl we don't gotta get into it but i was just saying that's what joe was giving i guess the actress mm-hmm. and then i was like wow like real life connection okay but like here's but here's like the thing <laughs> you love here's, like latin and hispanic identities and things like that and it's just hard to quantify like i don't know my racial composition and things like that but if you look at me and i look and i know that there i'm obviously of spanish descent spain is in europe europeans are white i'm white i'm pretty much white like if i have to mix if i have to pick a racial category that is like outside of hispanic latino i'm I pick white because even if I go back to Colombia, I am considered white. True. So, T is T. T is T. White Hispanics do exist. I just don't think that they are. They aren't. I think the United, it, like people who come to the United States and go through like the immigration process and things like that, you're not really treated like. The white people who are born and lived here you kind of have to go through a lot of systemic injustices but to be honest we have a lot of privileges that other his hispanic latinos those that come from uh, you know afro-descendant backgrounds or native or more native backgrounds or things like that they go through much harder time i agree damn thank you for sharing that that's I mean, that was very insightful, especially around this time of what the fuck we have going on politically right now, too. So, oh, I hate seeing that shit on the fucking news when I go to the gym. What on the news? Just anything about, like, what's going on in the world. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Like, the government's been shut down. Like, they're really trying to, like, build a wall. Like, we're about to start getting another, like, um, election underway, like, I feel like it's just a cycle of like systematic bullshit and it's like a cycle of it and I'm like so over it. It's like, racism. It's racism. It's to the point where I don't even give a fuck no more. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking at it on CNN and I'm like, okay, well, when when 
<clears throat> what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. Bitch, do I need to make sure I have health insurance? Bet. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know, it's draining. We have a racist president. That's trash. I feel like we have more than a racist president. We have a racist. Well, yeah, he's racist and homophobic and like a whole bunch of shit, but like what's driving the wall is like his deep, deep racism. Yeah. And like the stereotypes that he has for the Mexican community. Which is disgusting. Mm-hmm. From the beginning. And the fact that people can like even I saw this really oh. good tweet the other day. Actually, it wasn't a tweet. It's some shit my nana posted on Facebook. I love your I love it when your nana gets political. Yo, she <laughs> goes the fucking I know. But, like, can I follow her on Twitter? Yeah, you can. <laughs> no, but you need to drop the at. Okay, ah! I'll, I'll send it to you. Giselle follows her. <laughs> she reposted this thing that's like, um, like the presidency is so focused on building this wall between the U.S. and Mexico border, but he doesn't realize that the rest of the U.S. is completely unbordered. Right. So, like, if you really didn't want immigrants, like, everyone coming from, from like, fucking Ireland and all that shit, like, they can come through and there's no issue. You know what I mean? Yeah, I never thought about it that way. So now, he's and then like, I thought about like my my like grandfather immigrated from Cape Verde, so he immigrated from the northwest coast of Africa all the way across to New England. There's mm-hmm. no fucking wall over there. Yeah. So like, there's a whole big part of the country that doesn't have a quote unquote wall. Yeah. And I'm just like, mm. never thought about it that way so because in that aspect you would really look at it from a very racial standpoint of why he wants to build a wall yeah it's completely that damn because i mean he he said it and like when he was running for president he was like mexicans are like taking our jobs and like they bring like all their drugs into the country and all this shit which is completely false yeah um so that's like the driver of the wall and that's why he got the republican dollars to Mm -hmm to fund the wall and he now he wants the democrat dollars and now there's like racist people making gofundmes for the wall which gag gofundme took that shit down and then reimbursed all the money back (laughs) as they should and fuck um y'all if y'all think like i want my taxes to go towards the wall like no my taxes should at this point my taxes should be like my tithes and offering if i was going to a church i get to choose what it's going to go towards if it's going to go towards a new church or if it's gonna go towards the light bill, yeah. If it's gonna go towards the food on repass, yeah. You know, well, you could, mm-hmm. you could wait, Javon. You could do that at your church. Yeah, yeah. Like when you're paying tithes and offering, yeah. Like if oh. you pay like a, you get to choose like and what you know what part of the church you want to fund or That's like. That's actually help really considerate. The Catholic Church never did that with yeah. me. I, w- I wonder what well, I went to spent the- that with. You sure, just put yeah. your money in the bucket. And they take that shit. You don't know I, where it goes. Well, no, well, that's offering. Offering and tithes are like two different things. Oh, uh, you're talking about like a bigger, like the ten percent donation. That, yeah. Yeah. I got it. I know. Well, you know, I never did that. Yeah. My grandparents have been doing it for like thirty years. They talk about it all the time. Yeah. They're hella loaded. It works. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it's it's really sad. I just try not to get into politics too much because it is very um we don't really get into politics on this podcast but i feel like sometimes it's needed to be talked about yeah yeah i think so too so fuck donald trump wait speaking also and justin said this oh 
Just like, you know, I don't want to put that on y'all. I know the FBI agent hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're so, they're on furlough, so they wouldn't know. <laughs> oh, that part. So wait, that part. Um, well, since we're talking about the news, there's this news story about this woman in Arizona who was on hospice for about ten years. Y'all, why does she just oh, have? Oh, yo, that's like the wildest story ever. <laughs> this woman was in hospice. She's been in hospice, like paralyzed, for about nine or ten years. She just recently had a baby. She's been in hospice for nine. So somebody raped years. her. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, yes, wasn't, like, I mean, it wasn't like immaculate. That, that and then covered up the fact that she was pregnant. Like, how do you, how, like, who's checking on these people for y'all to not notice within nine months? This woman who is paralyzed is carrying a child. But like, who? That's in a Arizona baby, baby. That's a cover up. Like, who? Where's the family? I need my money. Yeah, that's really sad. That's really fucked up. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just thought I would say that because I, I read it. And it's I sad that I it. also, like, just, I never heard this story till you just said it, but I jumped to the conclusion of rape. Like, that's the type of world that we live in. Like, I didn't think, like, oh, maybe, like, she got better and, like, she became, like, unparalyzed or she had surgery or whatever, and it was, like, a miracle. I just, like, my mind went to, like, oh, she was raped and someone took advantage of her. Yeah. I mean, that is kind of implied because she was this patient was in a vegetative state she was in a coma so it wasn't like someone get she was in a coma for she was in a long long coma and she had and then um she was she literally gave birth to a baby in a coma so if someone is in a coma like you obviously have to you mean like your 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 assumption isn't far off justin actually it is kind of on the point when when a person cannot be able to give consent that is rape and so if someone is in a coma, they cannot consent. So right. that was the upsetting thing about it. It was just like, at first it was kind of bizarre. Like a woman in a coma gives birth. And then you kind of have to think about it a little bit further. Well, how can a woman in a coma have a child? Like, And then you have to kind of think it through. And it was like, you have to think about, well, did she consent to this? No, she was in a coma. So right. they're they're like now investigating the individuals who work at the hospice and those who Ugh. visited because it could speak from anyone. But Ugh. it just it just shows that it's it just it just it, it's it's really sucky because it just it really pinpoints to how, you know, when you think of like hospice care and even like those of the elderly a lot of people, you know, those are very vulnerable individuals and the health, co- the, the system just fails these individuals all the time. I agree. Like, I always tell my mom, girl, when you get old, it's me and you. You're not going nowhere. It's going to be me and you. I don't give a fuck where I'm at. <laughs> I right. honestly don't care. Like, you're not, that's not a thing. It's not a thing. Like, you're going to be with me. My grandma did it with her mom and so on and so forth. Like, we don't trust nursing homes. Why? Why I trust somebody else to take care of you? No. Mm-hmm. These people are, they don't give a fuck. They just want to get a check. They don't give a damn if you piss or poop or didn't, didn't even brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't care what you eat. Like, some people are so bitter and so mad that, like, some old people are so rude to them sometimes that they're just automatically mean to them for no reason. Like, these are people who, like, need people to talk to through, like, their last days and, like, tell their stories and like 
you know, like old people go through shit too mentally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I don't like that shit. And then that reminds me of like daycare too. Like you never know like who to leave your kids with. It's just people are fucked up, and it's just really it's getting on my heart. So yeah, that's crazy. It is what it is. Um, and what it is is some bullshit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was an iconic fight. Okay, I can't. I said what I said, and then. And Candy goes, and what you said was some bullshit. <laughs> and Nini just smiles. That's a tattoo. I said what I said. And, and then I'll, I'll get the tattoo, and what you said was some bullshit. <laughs> <gasps> That'll be cute. That would be cute. Okay, so do you guys And then have... I'll just get a tattoo of, like, Andy's face just holding the card. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> no, I want you to get a tattoo of Kingus Fraser read her about the man having to ejaculate ten dollars to get a pizza oh my god no not that one i think think it would be nice either way um we have no ask babies this week we you can either pose your lovely questions javon like you like to do or we can just move the fuck on i don't have any questions ingrid do you have a question no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're going to move on into Tweet of the Week. Y'all got your tweets? Yes. Okay, go, baby. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Oh, <laughs> my God. Let's get my phone. But, yeah, Justin, what's your Tweet of the Week? <laughs> By the way, I also got tickets to go see Wendy Williams, so I meant to tell you that, Ingrid. Ooh! <laughs> I know. I hope Justin can come. Damn, I wish I could go. Dang. Take a flight. I know. I should book a flight. Honestly, girl, the government will still be shut down. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. We have to laugh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we gotta laugh. Honestly. It's the only uh, thing we have. My tweet of the week is screen grabs of uh, Catfish, and I actually watched this episode. It's from Rea- Reality TV Show, um, and the Twitter account Reality TV Show. And it's like a screenshot of Neve, and it says he's like walk, he's like talking to this guy who was the catfish, mm-hmm. and Neve is like, "You're gay," and the guy's like, like <laughs> he goes into voice. He goes into voice character, and then the guy's like, "Obviously, I'm not gay." Yeah, and then Neve's like, "You were having a romantic relationship with a guy," and Neve's like on crutches, <laughs> and then the guy's like holding up his index finger, and he's like, "You got me there," because <laughs> yeah, I guess he was like catfishing a guy, pretending to be a girl. I can't. And so Neve's like, so like, this is like you coming out, like, you, you're gay, like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no. What? <laughs> yeah. Did you actually that episode, that episode? I did, I did. Okay. That episode's a gag and a half, honestly. Is he actually gay? Oh, wait, we, just, sh- we should watch it. Honestly, because now I want to see it. My yeah. favorite episode of Catfish, like, off the record, is when the girls, this girl's cousin, well, it was a boy, but this boy, this girl's cousin basically catfished her and she was going to look for the catfish with her bitch the whole time <laughs> and then she was like why would you catfish yeah 
She was like, why would you catfish me? And she was like, because you called me a fat-ass Kelly Price. And <laughs> it was just, that was the first. <laughs> it was just a really funny episode. It was she justified. Was for the acting. Honestly, because she really went to, like, the girl's house. Like, nobody showed up. The catfish like, was the cousin, and the cousin went to go look for the catfish with her. <laughs> like, where is the Method acting. Yes. I um, love that shirt. My tweet of the week comes from at Joe Papo. No, who the fuck that is. Um, but it says for the rest of 2019, if you see me with an alcoholic beverage in my hand, unless on vacation, knock that shit out of my hand. What the fuck? I'm not trying to drink this year. Wait, what? I want to do the whole year. I mean, you just was talking about how you want to have like a club moment. I, I mean, you can't have, have a, cl- a girls' night out club moment and sober. But yeah. I didn't know you were trying to be dry all 2019. In a way, yeah. So what is what does dry mean to you? All twenty nineteen. Dry to me, not, not not all twenty nineteen means no hard liquor, just wine. Okay, so wine's on the table. Yeah, and then like unless I'm on vacation or like celebrating something or like out at the club, but, but like no, just bu- buying a bottle of wine to drink at home. But what if we just like go to the club and we want to celebrate the week? Then is that like a celebration? In a way. Depends. I'm trying to think of how we can like scam the system. <laughs> but that's the thing. I don't want to have to scam the system. I want to be very disciplined. I'm okay. like trying to be more self-disciplined this year. So like actually getting up and going to the gym as much as I hate it. Actually going and like taking care of myself. Going to yoga even though I don't want to get up because it's fucking cold. Like I have it's to so do cold. things. It's so fucking cold. Yeah. Like I have to do these things to like try to better myself. No, I mean honestly shout out to you, Javon, for even thinking about doing that. And I, like, and I support you just because, like, 100%. Like, I, it's not that, like, I mean, I personally don't really reach for alcohol these days anymore. Like, we don't have any alcohol in my house. I'm never compelled to, like, buy a bottle of wine and, like, unwind or anything like that. And if there is a moment to have it, I'll have one glass and then that's it. But, like, being drunk? No, thank you. And the way, like, my body, like, if I drink a lot of alcohol, I get really puffy. So, I'm trying to look, I'm trying to get this waist snatched. I'm trying to look skinny this year. And and you know what? If if alcohol is not going to help me get there, I don't need it. And and that's how I feel about it, bitch. I turn into Miss Puff when I drink. Really? Yes, literally. Correct. Like, ooh, it just, like, it goes to my face. Mm -hmm. It goes to my midsection. No, thank you. It's not. Nothing but sugar. And then, like, just the way it, ugh, the way it makes my body feel afterward. Oh, Like, yeah. now, like, I can go have, like, two glasses of the wine and I feel, like, kind of slooshed. Yeah. Honestly. It's been bad. And I think it's because, I don't know if it's because I'm, like, skinny legend now or if it's because, like, my tolerance is lower. Who knows? But It's, it's a tolerance. It's a tolerance. It's, like, I just, like, when I was at my aunt's earlier, I had two glasses of wine and honestly, even now I kind of like feel lethargic and I'm like, oh, why did I drink two? And that was yesterday? This was today. Oh, okay. Mm. Damn. Damn. (laughs) Are you an alcoholic now? Me? Yeah. Are you the alcoholic of the group now? Um, I don't know about alcoholic, but... Um, <laughs> I don't know. Y'all were my word. y'all were my girls. Like we would hit the club, the vodka pineapples. Like oh, Javon never drank. No, ooh, no, <laughs> no. Listen, once you hit the age of twenty five, that you just kind of leave that shit behind you. 
Nah, I'm still I'm, I'm still a club kid. Yeah, I have like I have like a moment, but it, I just can't do it every weekend. No, 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 not not every weekend. This weekend I stay the fuck in the house. Yeah, but next weekend we're going out. Okay, yay. Um, Ingrid, what's your tweet of the week? Mine is from Jungle Pussy, Ooh. and it how she long how long till we meet till we tweet and voice notes. How long till we what? I'm sorry, baby. We, how long till we tweet in voice notes? Oh, mm-mm, I don't want to do that. When I when <laughs> I heard that tweet, I like literally laughed out loud just because the only people who voice text me are like my, my family. It's like a clear divide. Aww. Like everyone else will text me, but everyone who voice it, uh, except for you, Javon, because sometimes you'll do it and it's hilarious. That show. I was just about to say. <laughs> it's like Javon, my family. No, honestly, but whenever I get, like, a voice text, I'm like, aw. But then I just keep thinking about, like, what Twitter would be if if we did, if our tweets were, like, just, like, a voice recording. And I and that, like, kind of, like, shuddered at the thought. And I'd be like, ooh, I don't want to hear what, like, think of all, like, the popular Twitters and, like, what their voice would sound like. Right. Ugh. They'll probably, like, pre-record everything. I feel like, I feel like the, yeah. what is it called? The... The simulation will glitch again. Honestly, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not down for that. I don't think that'll be a thing. It would. It would be a mess. Yeah, an illiterate mess, and you'll have some people talking real podunk, and then some people who you can't even understand what they're saying because they don't enunciate well. Like it's just not. It's not cute. The mess will jump out. <laughs> yeah, it's not cute. But do we have any intentions for the week? I went to the gym today, so maybe I will, I'll keep that up. Nice. What are you doing usually? Go just cardio. Arms. Ooh, bitch! Today, let me tell you, I saw someone from Grinder at the gym today too. I was like, oh, fuck. nice. I mean, I don't know if it was nice. I mean, you look good, so yeah, nice. Not because of the guy from Grinder. Not at the gym. He got a chance to see you. Oh, true, 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 true. right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I too was a little confused. I was like, okay, well, nice to what? I know. I, I was like, around. I was like, <laughs> you thought I hooked up in the gym? I, I thought we were going there and I was going to be like, ooh, okay. T. <laughs> what did I do today? I ran three miles. Nice. I did glutes. I did. <laughs> I did biceps, and then I did a little bit of abs. So full body, kind of, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean not back. Yeah, I don't work out the back. I should. I do work out the back. Yeah, I did leg presses. It, it helps with like core. True. One thing I have been doing lately is more arm stuff. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it sucks. I don't like Trade. it. Train? Yeah, I'm trying to come up. Me too. Honestly, <laughs> I'm trying to be trained in 2019. Honestly. No, because, like, it's a look. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I've been working on a lot more arm stuff, a lot of cardio and abs, but yeah. I just eat like shit. Fuck. I eat so bad, y'all. But I, I see my results a little bit because I've been going a lot more consistently to Ingrid, but... Girl, wink stop be calling my name. I want some more fries after I leave. Oh my god. I just I'm just I'm just fortunate. Oh. I'm just I'm just fortunate that the nearest wing stop near me is like twenty miles away. Yikes. So it's like it's not even a threat. 
Wait, Ingrid, I'm coming to Jacksonville in March. I know, for the wedding. Uh, My friend's wedding, yeah. The wedding is March 6th, but it's in St. Augustine. So I'm not like, I'm not sure if I'm going to rent a car, what I'm going to do and how long I'm going to stay. I think I might try to stay for a week and then do the wedding, hang out with you and maybe go to Orlando for a couple days. Okay. That'd be cute. Let me know like what days like you're flying in and what time I might be able to pick you up from the airport. Okay, I'll let you know. It just depends on, like, my work schedule and stuff like that, but I'll figure something out. Yeah. What if the government is still shut down? In March? Child, yeah. if, it, if it drags out to March, that'll be hell. <laughs> I will I mean, have, I will literally have collectors at my neck. Honestly. Okay. Um, My intention of the week is to, uh... I don't know. I guess like stay consistent, stay persistent. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's real. Last week was a mess. So really, yes. I feel like I kind of slipped into seasonal sadness. It was oh same. Too. It's hard for me to get up in the morning. It's really hard. I in Sorry. the summer I'm a morning gym person, but now, I, bitch, I cannot get up in the dark <laughs> at five thirty a.m. in twenty two degrees. Yeah, me. Like no no no, yeah. I can't be like. Let me get up out of the bed at five thirty when it's completely dark outside mm-hmm. and twenty two degrees to go on the stairmaster. I'm like, no bitch, this bed. No, <laughs> no, but honestly, I feel like it's just been really shitty out here lately, especially being in Florida for like two weeks and then coming back here. Oh yeah, I was sick. sorry about that. Yeah, fuck fuck me. Um, <laughs> I was already sick coming back, stuck in the house for like two fucking days. Um. Just sad. I got sick. You know what's funny, Javon? I got sick too during that week. Like, I think, like, the day after I hung out, like, for some reason, like, I got really sick too. It was probably the hibachi. Maybe it was the hibachi. Maybe it was. We don't know. Either one of them. Honestly. I don't know. What's your intention, Ingrid? To keep my sanity intact. <laughs> Real. Child, don't kill nobody, bitch. Please. No, I don't think I'm going to kill anyone. It's just like, I guess at some point you're just kind of like. You want to kill a bitch. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to make it till tomorrow, you know? True. That's like, that's what I just keep telling myself. But I think like, I guess a good intention, a way to like combat that is just like, just to keep busy and not and then just like i think from there i mean like last week it was pretty productive like i've been going to the gym i've been starting to take some courses so it's it's actually good that i've been having this break because it kind of helps me think about that and not be so like drowned in work but i don't know you're just i guess like with the government shutdown like you're just kind of like you are literally kind of you don't you're in an in-between and I'm like, it's been so long that I'm just kind of like, is there going to be a resolution in sight? Is like, what's going to happen? Like, what am I going to do? Like, eventually I'm going to have to think about getting a part-time job because it's not sustainable for me to work without pay for this long. What was your last day of work? It was before, the, like, it was December 21st. Oh, shit. shit. Wait, the government's been closed since December 21st? Yeah. Damn. Yikes! It's been 21 days. Over, I think. 
It is now, it is now like the longest government shutdown in U.S. history. Oh my goodness. Well, looking like a red hot pickle from the corner store. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) I know you're going to make the most of your time. So that's good. I know. I think like the first week it was fine just because it was like the holidays and everybody wanted the break. And then like even after like New Year's, it was fine. But like sooner as it like hits middle of the month past the middle of the month you're just kind of like okay well these bills are racking up and there's no direct deposit clear in my bank account like what am i gonna do yeah so i mean shout Uh, out to the people who are affected by this too it sucks and like the solidarity is hella strong mm -hmm. fuck i've seen this lady was getting evicted out of her apartment even though she had like a letter from the government or something, they were still gonna make a victory. I, I mean, know. don't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't. Landlords don't give a fuck. But that's the thing. You don't get your money whenever the government opens. I, the landlord needs to be paid. Yeah. I, I, feel like I think like sense. I think like the system. The system has to kind of change. Like it should be. It should be that if they can't but pass any like budget appropriations, that they continue you know, the budget at its current level until, like, they figure it out. But having a shutdown, and then it just gives, like, politicians and Congress, like, the ability to just, like, think, oh, well, we're just gonna, like, keep the government shut down as, like, a tactic to, like, you know, as, like, a stalling tactic to get what they want is really, it's just playing with a lot of people's lives. It's pay- it's pl- it's literally playing on people who depend and live on paycheck to paycheck. Who who have mouths to feeds, who pay rent. Like I'm I live at home and I don't have that much expenses. Like I can do a lot with a minimal budget as I've been doing. But I just I can't I feel for the people who have like a lot of, who have to provide to and, and 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 whose income is really much dependent on the ne- their next paycheck and it just sucks. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's been a great time. Justin looks like he's about to fall asleep. No, I'm just thinking, like, <laughs> fuck the government. Dan, that's how you feel for real? Yes, that's how I feel for real. I mean, no, I didn't, mean mean? I didn't mean it in that sense. But, like, don't you want to move abroad anyway? No. No? Okay. I don't know why I thought you wanted to, like, live somewhere else. I don't know. But abroad? Yeah, why not? I mean, maybe. Yeah, I could see you, like, living in, like, Greece. Oof. Working no. for Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to... Lohan's Beach Club. Are you going to work at the Beach Club? I'm to watch it tonight. I want to watch it, too. I really want to watch it, too. See? Ooh. Next week's topic. Next week's topic. <laughs> Content. We missed Real Housewives tonight, although it's been a really dry season. I have not watched it. Just think about, like, skin during the winter when it's unmoisturized. No, I haven't been watching it. I don't. I can't. Shamari's not giving us anything. She's boring. Yeah. Eva still doesn't really give that much, to be honest. No, not as much. It. She's like okay in some points, but like I don't know to hold a peach and be okay. She's basically a Cynthia number two. We'll chat chat later. Bring back Kenya twenty nineteen. No, bring back Phaedra. 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 I I heard no. I heard that Nini's trying to bring. Well, no. Nini wants to bring back uh, Phaedra and uh, what's it called? And then uh, someone else wants to bring back Kenya as well at the same time. Well, who did Ingrid vote for? Oh, my God. 
I don't even know if both are both of them could revive Atlanta. Okay, but who is Ingrid voting for? I I feel like I feel like Phaedra, yes, because she has a new boo. So that's a very interesting storyline. And apparently Apollo is getting out in a like in a year or so. So that would be hella for the drama that it would be. Yeah. Wait, what about Sheree? Nah. Cause Sheree would just like pick up a storyline when it was dead. Like they'd be sitting at brunch and be like, so I heard that Kenya done set. Like she would just like she'd put a lot of filler words into it to like <laughs> Right, right, right. No, to think of a lie. Yeah, I don't like Sheree. I mean, I like Sheree. I just wouldn't want her to come back. I like Sheree, but I, I like her like as a friend of yeah, like a friend same. of the cast. Like I think they should bring her back as a friend of the cast. But apparently, I don't think anyone is friends with her after all her oh. bone picking. I think a lot of people are just kind of like, let's leave that bitch alone. So it probably bit her in the butt. But it was it was good TV what she did. The whole like I heard and she wasn't and she was completely shameless to it, which I kind of thought was really funny. But I think I think um, she was like a very difficult cast member, and she asked for a lot of money. She need to pay them bills. Chateau Sheree that... is gonna pay for herself. Okay, John, not on her mama credit. Well, <laughs> well, bitch. all right. Well, love y'all. Thank you so much for listening. And yes. you know, first episode of 2019. Yeah, I'm garbage. I have to update the Instagram. Uh, I'm just so trash. It's okay. We're going to start fresh in 2019. It's okay. New year, new bus? New year, new bus. New year, tightened bus. <sighs> new year, tightened wig. The bussy boy bar. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. we. <laughs> I've done enough promo for her cosmetics. Honestly, I need money. <laughs> you can tell her to send us an email to who said that. 